Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of local anesthetics found under the neurology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 36-year-old man presents to the emergency department with a wound laceration of the hand. He is a construction worker that accidentally cut himself with his tools approximately two hours prior to presentation. His most recent tetanus vaccination was given two years ago. There does not appear to be any possible contamination or foreign body at the site. The wound extends beyond the dermis. Wound irrigation is commenced, and a local anesthetic is administered prior to suturing. Let's continue with an introduction to local anesthetics. Remember that local anesthetics prevent sensory nerve impulses from reaching the central nervous system. This is accomplished by blocking the inner portion of the sodium channel which in turn prevents the propagation of an action potential and is most effective in rapidly firing neurons. In terms of their structure, there is a lipophilic group that is joined to a hydrophilic group via an amide or ester linkage. The biotransformation of amides mainly occurs in the liver. The tertiary amine local anesthetics cross the membrane in an uncharged form and then undergo ionic change in order to bind to sodium channels in the charged form. The biotransformation of esters are accomplished by plasmacolonisterases, also known as pseudocolonisterase. The onset and duration of action is influenced by the tissue pH. Remember that infection can decrease the pH in the affected tissue, and alkaline anesthetics will therefore become charged, which impairs their ability to penetrate the membrane in order to block sodium channels, so more anesthetic would be needed. It is also influenced by the lipid solubility of the drug, the drug concentration, and the nerve morphology. Their effects include that local anesthetics can result in vasodilation, which causes the drug to diffuse away from the site of action, so vasoconstrictors such as epinephrine can correct this and thus enhance the local action of the drug. The order of nerve blockade includes small diameter fibers, then large diameter fibers and myelinated fibers, and then unmyelinated fibers. But remember that the size predominates over myelination. The order of loss is first pain, then temperature, then touch, and then pressure last. Now let's discuss medications in more detail. The esters include benzocaine, cocaine, procaine, and tetracaine. Amides include bupivacaine, lidocaine, and mepivacaine. Their clinical use is for minor surgical procedures and spinal anesthesia. Adverse effects may include central nervous system symptoms, such as excitation or depression, cardiovascular toxicity, in particular with bupivacaine, arrhythmias, and methemoglobinemia, in particular with benzocaine. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to local anesthetics, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 50-year-old male is brought to the dermatologist's office with complaints of a pigmented lesion. The lesion is uniformly dark with clean borders and no asymmetry and has been increasing in size over the past two weeks. He works in construction and spends large portions of his day outside. The dermatologist believes that this mole should be biopsied. To prepare the patient for the biopsy, the dermatologist injects a small amount of lidocaine into the skin around the lesion. Which of the following nerve functions would be the last to be blocked by the lidocaine? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Sympathetic stimulation Choice 2. Pain Choice 3. Temperature Choice 4. Touch 
or choice 5, pressure. The best answer to this question is choice 5, pressure. The patient is receiving a topical anesthetic that blocks the sensation of pain first and pressure last. Local anesthetics include esters and amides, of which lidocaine is an amide. Local anesthetics block sodium channels and are most effective in rapidly firing neurons. Small diameter fibers are more quickly blocked than large diameter fibers, and myelinated fibers are more quickly blocked than unmyelinated fibers. Remember that the size factor predominates. This is because small fibers allow for improved penetrance, and the general consensus is that myelin is fatty and allows the lipophilic anesthesia to have greater penetration. As a result of this sequence of blocking, the order of loss of function is first sympathetic, followed by pain, then temperature, then light touch, then pressure, and finally motor. These are blocked in this particular order because of the size and myelination of the nerve fibers that perform each function. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Sympathetic stimulation is the first nerve function to be blocked. Choices 2 through 4. Pain, temperature, and touch are all blocked before pressure, which is the last type of sensation to be blocked. Finally, a bullet summary. Local anesthetics like lidocaine block small fibers more quickly than large fibers, and myelinated fibers more quickly than unmyelinated fibers, resulting in the loss of sympathetic stimulation first, then pain, then temperature, then touch, then pressure, and finally motor. That's all for this review about local anesthetics. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.